Welcome to the Marketing for Learning podcast. This is the only place in the world, probably, where you can learn everything that you need to know about applying marketing practices and thinking to the world of learning. So to quote my favorite piece of e-learning, let's get started. It's funny, right? Because no one has a favorite piece of e-learning. Hey guys, it's Ashley Sinclair here. Thanks again for joining the Marketing for Learning podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the language that we use in the learning and development function and why, in many cases, I think it's quite problematic for us in terms of how we actually perceive our audience, how we interact with them, and indeed, what we expect from them as well. And That language primarily spurs from us referring to the people who work at our organization as learners. Now, you're probably sat there thinking, well, they are learners. They're my learners. I I need to get them to, you know, do my compliance training or they need to crack on and get onboarded. They're new learners. They're old learners, whatever. They're still my learners. I take real issue with this word because whilst I believe and agree that it is a common word between us, so we're all speaking the same language. If I use the word, your learners, we know exactly what we all mean by that. But the problem is that you're immediately putting the onus on the individual to learn. It's kind of an active word, isn't it? Learner. It already infers that they are indeed learning. Or it's at least laden with that word should, that word, that expectation that these people should be learning. They should be actively pursuing organizational and professional development at work. Now, maybe you think that 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 is right. They should be doing those things. And and in many cases, yes, of course, we want our employees to be proactively pursuing uh, productive and progressive learning experiences. But... My concern comes from, well, my concern is twofold. One is that if we don't start to change our mindsets and accept that our our learners uh, or our employees don't necessarily want to learn, that's going to cause, continue to cause us problems. So as soon as we're starting from a place where, you know, these people should want to learn, these people should do X, Y, and Z, becomes incredibly problematic for us because actually the dynamic and the expectations that we have between the L&D function and its employees is really, really not connected. And the second piece for me that I find really problematic is actually the fact that we, as soon as we start to categorize our employees as learners, it kind of anonymizes them a little bit. And I feel like it dehumanizes them And if there's anything you've probably learned from listening to this podcast so far, it's that I think that actually thinking about our people as people, thinking about our people as human beings and their wants and needs, talking to their emotional drivers, their benefits, this is all really important marketing positioning work and messaging work, but it more importantly humanizes your approach. So I've been thinking a little bit about this word and it's it's causing me some bother because really like we've got this two double-edged sword. One is like we're basically anonymizing our learners, we're dehumanizing them by calling them learners and we're also creating a, a mindset in our heads 
by calling them learners that they should want to learn. Now, that's dysfunctional for us because in many cases, our employees do not want to learn. Now, as we've talked on the podcast, and as you well know, there are a variety of reasons why someone may or may not engage with learning. But if we start from a place where we're saying, well, they should be doing this, it's it's problematic. You know, that's like me as a business or Coca-Cola saying, well, everyone should be buying our product. Well, yeah, that's what you want. But that doesn't mean that's what the consumer wants. And that doesn't mean that's what your learner wants. So that's why when we are talking in this podcast about things like personas, the four P's, triggering emotions, marketing mindset in general, you know, this is primarily about positioning yourself in a way that speaks and resonates with your people and your consumers. And that's what your learners are. They are consumers. They're not learners. They're human beings and they're people. The reality is we need to start thinking about how our learners are thinking and feeling. And therefore, I'm going to suggest a call to arms that we stop using the word learner and we start using people humans, consumers. God, I'd love it if we started talking about our audiences as consumers because that's what they are. They're consuming what you're providing for them in the form of learning experiences, learning content, learning programs, whatever it might be. But if you're starting from a place of loaded expectation, this heavy, heavy place where you already think the work's been done, your learner's are already engaged, they already should want to learn, that's why they're calling them learners, then we're already fighting a losing battle. So we need to start shifting our mindset around this word. And I, you know, I think, yes, you may be thinking, well, you're being a bit pedantic, Ashley, it's a word. But these words are really important because they do formulate certain expectations in our mind. And I do think we're in a bit of a quandary with how we perceive our audiences. And there's many, many that are embracing what I'm peddling, which is, yes, they are consumers. We do need to sell and pitch our ideas. We need to position ourselves in a way where we're almost a product. But in other cases, in in many organizations, there is still this expectation that employees should want to learn And therefore, it's a bit of a conundrum as to why they're not. You know, why don't these people want to learn? We're giving them all this stuff, you know. Whether it's an awareness problem, a technology problem, a content problem is up for discussion and it's not what we're talking about here. But the point still stands that unless we start to think about our people as people and people who have unique and individual wants, needs, challenges and desires... We are never, ever going to be effective as a function because as soon as we start thinking they already want to learn, so we're just going to serve it up for them, which is really like if you think about most L&D functions, that's where we're at. You know, well, we've got this thing. Let's just let everybody know in one one way, one time or, hey, you know, we've just spent a million pounds on a platform. Let's just roll it out in a really nonchalant way. Because the expectation that employees should want to do this stuff is there and it's problematic for us. So I think we need to we need to unpick that a little bit and we really need to start thinking more about how we can humanize our approach, 
Some of that is stuff that we're going to talk about the next season of the podcast in terms of copywriting, visual language, branding, how we present ourselves and how that starts to formulate a picture in people's minds about who we are and what we're offering them. But we also really need to start changing our own mindsets towards our learners and start from a place of they don't give a crap because they probably don't. And that's okay, by the way. I've, it's my job as an L&D practitioner, it's, it's my job as a head of L&D in this organization to persuade them to want to learn. Doesn't that change the dynamic and the approach and the, and the subsequent strategy that you would develop significantly? I think so. I just wanted to say thank you so much for your attention this year. It's been an amazing uh, few weeks where we launched at the beginning of November. So we've only been live uh, about six weeks as I record this. And we've had, we've touched about 40 different countries. We've had nearly 2000 individual downloads. We've had listeners from across the globe so much positivity supporting the Marketing for Learning podcast. And I just wanted to say a big thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, we're really just trying to educate and inform here and help L&D become a little bit more progressive and forward thinking. And so, you know, thank you so much for your energy and time and for your commitment to challenging the status quo and doing things differently because I am adamant that if you start to think a little bit more like a marketer and execute some of these things that we talk about in the podcast consistently over a period of time, it's not going to do magic results for you. You're not going to, you know, I, I, I don't, like I say to clients, I don't have a lead tree, right? I can't just start doing a campaign and magic leads appear out of nowhere. These things take time um, to shift mindsets and reestablish uh, positioning and, and branding and things like that. But what I'm trying to say, I guess, is thank you. Um, you put these things out here and you don't really know how they're ever going to be responded to. So thank you for committing yourselves to marketing for learning. And I'm really looking forward to an incredible 2022 with you guys. We've got tons more planned. I've got about 50 episodes written in my ClickUp board as we speak. So thanks for tuning in. Have a freaking awesome Christmas and New Year. And um, nice little teaser for you. We've had a lot of people asking about my accent so Hannah and I are going to battle that in uh, early January. You might actually find out where I'm from and what the heck this stupid Frankenstein accent actually is. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks so much for your time. Lots of love. Bye.